Good morning, everyone. It is such a joy to be here online with you and to share from the Word of God. Before we look to the Word, shall we have a word of prayer? God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are with us. We thank you that you, you told us you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. And Father, wherever we are, you are there as our Heavenly Father. And your Spirit is in us. We pray that it will open our eyes, open our hearts to understand and to receive the word that you are giving us. Come at this time into your hands. Let the power of the Holy Spirit move in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, as disciples of Christ, we have easy access to the word of God, correct? We are not like living in some countries where the word of God is not easy to get. Most of us have many versions of the Bible inside. We have online access to the Bible. We have apps on our mobile phone. That's amazing. This is the word of God. Now just think about it. Do we believe it? The unseen God, the almighty God, the all-powerful God has spoken to us and we have his word with us. You know, people travel weeks, months to go and touch God, to hear from him. But here God has come to us. You know, we claim that God is in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. And we have the privilege of having God's word, the word of God. He's spoken. Now, why is God's word given? God's word is given so that we will bear fruit. So that the word will bear fruit. You know, think about it. If God is good and his will for us is good, why should he not speak to us what his will is? And he speaks to us primarily through the word, through the word of God. So he has given us this word so that we can know him and his ways and be fruitful. This word is not a letter of condemnation. The word that he has given us is a letter of love. And he is waiting to speak to us. But sadly we often hesitate to take it. We often wait or don't find time to listen to what God has to speak to us. Can you believe it? The God who created the whole universe saying, I want to talk to you. And we have his word. But we hesitate to take it. When the Father comes to speak to us and the Holy Spirit in us is waiting to expound the word to us. Now when we read the Bible, the Holy Spirit is waiting to speak to us so that we can understand and we will be blessed. But we hesitate. We say, you know, I am busy. I don't have time to listen to what God is telling me. <laughs> the God who holds the universe in his hand, you know, he is busy. But we say we are busy. Or we say, you know, let me see what the world is telling. And I am in a tough situation now. What is the world telling me? Instead of what is the 
word telling me now this word is not for information it is not for mere information you know you know we know that as someone said the word fear not comes 366 times in the bible say one for easy and one for the leap year now that's good information but that information itself is not going to help us why did god say that he said that when we go through the troubles of life we must remember what he is telling us fear not when we are tempted to be afraid that word should come into our heart and keep us in his peace that is the reason why god has given us his word so that it will work in us and build and bear fruit we read in isaiah 55:11 so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what i please and it shall prosper in the thing for which i send it so god says so shall my word whose word is it it is god's word and that goes forth from whose mouth from god's mouth and it shall return to me void but it shall accomplish what who pleases god says i please what god pleases so this word is sent for a purpose and god has given us this word so that we can be fruitful and prosper for what it is sent now the word of god brings blessings it is sent so that we can be blessed it is sent so that we will become better it is sent that it will transform it will change things when it goes out in the power of the holy spirit it accomplishes things it is not like reading a textbook it's not like reading something from the library it is the word of god that is alive and it goes and accomplishes things but what is the blessing the blessing is not just financial blessing or promotion in life or whatever which are all good and god gives them but the blessing what does the word of god say in second timothy 3:16 and 17 all scripture is god breath and is useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteous righteousness so that the servant of god may be thoroughly equipped for every good work you know often as we serve god we feel exhausted we become unsure we don't know what to do and what do we say okay let's go for a training program <laughs> what is a training program that god offers his word his word equips us for the work that he has planned for our lives you know something i've been uh, learning recently even before we were formed god has planned something for our lives the word of god says it's written you know but that doesn't happen automatically however it gives me a freedom and a responsibility the freedom is that i don't have to push or pull or do things to create my influence my responsibility is to walk with him and also to take in his word listen to him and be equipped trained by the word of god 
I would like to read a passage from the Word of God which talks about the Word of God. It's a familiar passage. We'll read from Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. On the same day, Jesus went out to the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him. So that he got a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many, many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on the stony places, where they did not have uh, much earth. And they immediately sprang up, because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now we are familiar with this passage. This passage is about the word of God. Now God, as I said earlier, God wants his word which he sends to us to be fruitful. He doesn't juma send the word to us, you know. He sends to each one of us individually his word so that it will bear fruit. You know, just as a farmer, you know, those who farm, they put the seed and they wait. They put all the things that is to be done. And he does it with some expectation that there will be fruits. And there's an expectation of fruitfulness. But we see in this parable that not all seed will produce fruit. Even though it is the word of God. Not all seed is going to bear fruit. So the disciples go and ask him, you know, Lord, what does this mean? You know, you speak in parables, we find it hard to understand. Please explain. And he explains it. Therefore, in from verse 18, Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received seed among the thorns is he who heard, hears the word and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received the seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty and some thirty. So this is the word of God. I said it is the word of God. But there are different levels of fruitfulness of the word of God. Number one, in verse three he says, some fell by the wayside. And in verse 19, Jesus explained what it means. When anyone hears the word of God, word of the kingdom, and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what is sown in, the, in his heart. This is he, he who received seed by the word side. Now the key is, does not understand it. He heard the word. The word was sown. The word was sent by God. It was sent with a purpose to bless him. But he did not understand it. Now why does that not happen? 
why is it that sometimes we don't understand the word of god and i'm not talking about intellectual understanding i'm not talking about learning hebrew and greek and you know try to because that's good for studying the word of god i'm not saying you should not do that but i'm talking about revelation and understanding of the word of god why does that happen i can talk to you about four obstacles to understanding the word of god number 1 casual hearing you know as we hear the word we'll be sitting in the church or wherever and our mind and our mind will be 100 miles away and we casually hear it we hear a message or we read a passage from the word and we just do it casually you know god is trying to communicate it is who is trying to communicate god is trying to communicate with us and we take it lightly god is trying to get our attentions the attention of our mind so that he can bless us so that he can transform us but our minds are in the midst of our imaginations and we don't understand can i dare to say that if we are not willing to be careful listeners when we listen to the word of god let us not listen because if god is trying to tell me something through his word and i don't pay attention that's an affront to god that is telling god you know i don't care who you are i was thinking if in my department you know there is one person one of my workers in the department who is due for a promotion and he's going to have a test and i call him and saying look you need to have a promotion test you know you that's good for you and your salary will go up your responsibility will increase and i want to explain to you how to prepare for that test and i'm talking to this guy and he doesn't pay attention to me he goes on the mobile phone he looks at others how would i feel i'm here to advise him but he is not listening and that is how we often behave with god when he speaks his word to us he has come with his word saying look i want to talk to you i want to tell you something important from my word and we take it ah oh, it's all right and we take it casually and who are the losers we are the losers and remember it's not only us the kingdom of god becomes a loser because there are certain things that god does not do without us getting involved and he waits to talk to us and we ignore him so can i have an advice or can we decide that we will not be casual hearers whenever we hear the word of god but we'll be earnest hearers trying to understand what god is saying the second challenge is or obstacle is careless hearing this is telling in our hearts oh i know this passage now i remember in sunday school my teacher taught me i know what it means it can only mean five things tuk 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 i know this i've studied this what what new can this speaker tell me about this passage now that is a problem because god has a rhema word for that moment for each one of us and if you don't listen to that <clears throat> we reject god we are not rejecting the word but we are actually rejecting god so we can become callous hearers 
The third thing, it can be critical hearing. Well, look who is preaching. Huh? <laughs> I know this guy. See how he spoke the other day? And he's trying to preach the word of God. Who is he trying to impress? Blah, blah, blah. I don't like his style. See the way he's talking? Now the word of God says, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. Whoever handles the sword, the sword is a sword. And it's the Holy Spirit who will take that sword and will cut. And if I become prejudiced, and I, and I say, I, and I have a critical spirit, I am the loser. Because the spirit of God with the sword is waiting. You know, I, I, I heard this that, you know, when, when you talk about the armor of God, the sword of the spirit, the word of God. It's not only used for defense. It says when the soldiers fight, you know, if they get injured somewhere and there is a small shrapnel or something sitting there, they'll use this small sword to take it out. And the sword of the spirit is used by the Holy Spirit to remove stuff from us. And if I don't listen, and if I am critical, and I don't allow the Holy Spirit to use the sword to take stuff out of me. I'm still a wounded warrior. And I cannot be effective in the hands of God. The fourth thing, the fourth obstacle, corrupt hearing. God has spoken to me in the past and he's shown me certain sins in my life. And I refuse to change. I refuse to repent. And he's coming again and he said, no, I don't want to hear that. And initially it will prick our conscience. But after some time, it doesn't touch us. And the word of God becomes dead for us. It doesn't lose us its sharpness. And we cannot understand the, the power and the purpose of the word of God that's coming to us. So the first level of fruitfulness, what Jesus is saying is, the word of God that fell on the wayside, the bounced seed. The bounced seed. It came, but it bounced off. So I want to ask you, what is our attitude when we hear the word of God? Do we listen carefully or does it just bounce off? Bounce off. Remember then what Jesus said in the explanation. Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. You know, when we hear the word of God, Human being with the Holy Spirit inside, hearing the word of God. There are two people other than myself who are at work there. Number one is the Holy Spirit who is waiting in me to say, come on, receive the word. I want to talk to you something. I want to do something in your life. And the other side is the wicked one, waiting. Watching the Christian. Is this person going to receive the word? If it bounces off, the wicked one comes and snatches it away. So what God sent to bless me is now snatched away by the wicked one. Why? Because I was not ready to receive it. So level one is the bound seed. So what is level two? Verse five, it says, Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. And in verse 6 it says, But when the sun was up, 
they were scorched and because they had no root they withered away jesus gives the explanation for this kind of seed verse 20 but he who received the seed on stony places this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root in himself but endures only for a while for when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word immediately he stumbles so here is someone who heard the word who understood the word so far so good good on him he took time to hear it understand it he received it with joy he is excited about the revelation in the word oh fantastic teaching brother amazing this is new stuff it's blessing me the truth of the word is thrilling and he receives it with joy but then jesus says because they had no depth of earth there was no depth no soil it was very superficial the heart was not prepared the soil was not ready for this word which was received to bear roots to make roots deep into it it was just a superficial emotional reception of the word of god and often when we hear messages or when we read the bible we read and say wow fantastic i haven't heard a teaching like this and maybe after a week if someone and asked what did you hear last sunday oh what blessing did god's word bring to you because of that message i don't know what change happened in you or in your life or in your ministry because of this word well actually nothing then what was the use of that word and how did i receive it and in verse 6 it says but when the sun was up they were scorched because they had no root they withered away yet he has no root in himself but endures only for a while for when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word immediately he stumbles so this guy was as i said excited and the word of god did that it worked in somebody's heart you know it it started sprouting but there was no soil and it and it could not make it could not go down deep why did that happen when tribulation and persecution came because of the word trouble hit the person very soon see the word of god is sent by god to bless us but as soon as god's word comes and blesses us the evil one is sure to oppose us the destiny that god has for our lives satan sees that he sees where god is directing us and he and he will hit us exactly there he knows the potential god has put in us and his purpose is to destroy us so that we don't reach the destiny he has planned for us and so when we receive the word of god and we receive it with excitement and god starts something new in our lives or god tells us you know go and do this this is a new venture i want to do and we get excited when we start doing it and then because of the word trouble comes persecution comes and he say oh my goodness 
This is too much. This is hard stuff. You remember Joseph in Psalm 105 verse 19 it says, Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. I'll read it again. Until the time his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. Joseph received an amazing word. But he was in the prison. He was in the prison because of the word of God. And there was a time lag because for the word of the Lord to test him. There is often a testing by the word before a raising up by the word. And unless the word of God goes deep into us and we allow that to take root in us, we will run away. In verse 16 it says, you know, but when the sun was up, they were scorched. This was the burned seed. Now the question is, how much effort do we put in to prepare our hearts, to prepare the soil, as we read or listen to the word of God? Are we very casual about it? Okay, we take the Bible, open one passage, read it. Okay, thank you Lord. Bless this day. Is that how we read the word? Or do we take the word and say, Lord, this is your amazing word. You know, thank you Lord. Thank you for this word. Speak to me. I want to hear from you. I want you to work in me. I want to show things in my life that needs to be changed. I want to live the life of faith. I know that I'm in a battle. And I thank you for your word. Is that our attitude to the word of God? Are we passionate of the word of God? Or does it burn away? So the word can bounce off. Or the word can be burned off. The third kind, the third level. Verse 7. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprang up and choked them. And Jesus gives explanation in verse 22. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And he becomes unfruitful. Now look at this guy. He heard it. He understood it. He received it with joy. Trouble came. He didn't give up. He stood on the track. And he's moved forward beyond the troubles and persecutions. And then something else hits him. The cares of life. The normal challenges of life. Which we all face. As long as we are in this world, we will have challenges. And they come wave after wave to hit us. So this man faced suddenly the challenges of normal life. And there is one more thing he faced. The deceitfulness of riches. Now maybe because of this word, you know, new things happened. You know, he was promoted, he was lifted up. And maybe he, had, he was financially blessed and whatever. And slowly, slowly Satan will come and whisper, you know, life is good, man. Why do you want to go beyond this? Don't be a hyper-Christian. Just be a normal guy. See, God has blessed you. Why do you want to give up all this? Just go. 
go on autopilot you know you don't have to be super about your faith you know there was a phase in life when you had difficulties you have come up now look at your life you're comfortable why do you want to obey and go further you are no longer a poor ordinary follower of christ look at your status in the society now how can you say follow jesus and his word what will people think about you come on you are a professor why do you want to risk your career man don't do it the deceitfulness of riches and that takes away the power of the word of god the word of god sprouted it grew but jesus says it was choked by the thorns by the cares of the life and also the deceitfulness of riches it is the word of god becoming running out of breath is god saying i've sent this word to bless you it is come up in your life but you are not allowing the life giving breath that comes from the word to work in your heart because we got distracted by the cares of the life of life and the deceitfulness of riches the word of god bounced the word of god burned the word of god breathless breathless so that it can't bring life the fourth kind of word but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop some a hundredfold some 60 some 30 verse 23 but he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold some 60 some 30 that's the blessed word the word heard the word understood and the word bearing fruit now that takes time to bear fruit no mary is now planning to plant some potatoes so we heard that if you cut the potatoes which is sprouted it's very easy you don't need much space for that and you put the right kind of soil in about 3 months you'll get lot of potatoes so it takes about 3 months huh? and that's how the word of god it it has to be received and it has to stay there it has to sprout leaves roots and grow and multiply it needs time and it needs care and our soul shall be prepared so how is our approach to the word of god going to be as i mentioned god sends his word to bless us god sends his word with a purpose god sends his word to us individually so that we will receive it and we'll be fruitful but is our approach to the word of god is it causing the word to be bounced due to casual hearing or burned off due to the persecution which it brings or is the word of god becoming breathless because i am i am distracted with the cares and riches of the world or is the word going to be blessed because our heart our hearts are prepared to receive it i think it can also be compared to the four phases of a christian's life now there can be a phase when you occasionally hear the word you hear it goes doesn't touch you it can move on to hear the word of god with excitement but it stays there 
or it can go to the phase where you hear the word it bears fruit or trying to bear fruit but then you hit riches and trouble and it goes off or are we going to be disciples of Christ who will receive the word prepare our hearts understand it and allow the word to germinate and the seed breaks forth and it bears fruit and that takes a lifetime we need to consistently hear the word and we have to hear it with the right attitudes and hold on to the word of god shall we pray father we thank you lord for your word it's such a blessing lord we are carrying your heart we are carrying your will we are carrying your mind your purpose in this word that you have given us lord forgive us because often we have been casual lord often we haven't heard the word with care with attention often lord we have been lord we have been so careless lord forgive us father help us the lord to prepare our hearts and to understand when we hear your word and allow your word to work in us that we will not be shaken o lord by the troubles or the riches of this life but we'll hold on to the word so that we will bear the fruit that you want us to bear in this life that you've given us in jesus name we pray amen